you know, networking is not about going out and kissing a bunch of frogs or saying that you're the one who shook the most hands or, or getting the most likes, uh, you know, on your whatever Instagram page for something. Hey, it's JP. Hi, it's Excel. And you're listening to Terry Shower on the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. I wanted to talk to you guys this week about a theme that's really important to me and that I think doesn't get talked about enough in a methodical and scientific way in what we do in real estate. So networking. When I started out in the real estate world, I was really shy and networking was kind of my bête noire, was the thing that I didn't want to deal with. And so I would go through this pattern where I would go to events and, um, you know, talk to the two or three people that I knew and stand in the corner and be super shy and kind of not really get very much out of it. And so I would have this kind of unpleasant experience where I really felt like I was trying to get out of my comfort zone and trying to do something kind of productive, but at the same time having not so many results to show. So I really wanted to share with you just some of the basics of real estate networking that's going to help you maybe approach it less like a popularity contest, less like a high school dance, and more like something that you can actually do for future prosperity and for the benefit of your business. So the first thing to realize is that networking needs to happen in sort of a mutually beneficial way. The idea is not to go and distribute as many, you know, business cards or like we're not, maybe we're not so much in the world of business cards anymore, but like, you know, shake as many hands as possible and not really make any impressions or walk away with some useful contacts. So what are you actually doing when you go to an event or when you meet people? You're actually trying to identify people who have a common business interest or who you can perhaps connect people to. So I'll give you an example. You know, if I'm a real estate broker, a real estate investor, the kind of people who are going to know property owners or who are going to know, you know, other investors or people who who have money, you know, to partner with, that kind of thing, contacts that are going to be useful for me, we're going to have this common base of people that we know. So if I'm a real estate broker, some of the other contacts that will allow me to meet potential clients, who are those going to be? They're going to be people who share a client base with me. So notaries, lawyers, accountants, building inspectors, mortgage brokers, those kind of people. And so when I go to an event, I'm going to kind of have my ears open for who does something that might be in a domain that's kind of connected to mine and might be able to, you know, connect me to people. And then there's also this question of not necessarily being out there just for what you can get out of it in interaction, but thinking about what would be useful to the person who I'm having a conversation with. So when I have like, you know, a five minute conversation with someone at networking, I want to know what are they doing? And is there anyone that I could potentially connect them to? Or how could I help them advance their interests? And so the goal might be to make two or three or four contacts like that in a whole evening by having little conversations to just get interested in what are people do. So that's kind of the first, um, if you could call it a prospecting phase. And you can do that, you know, I'm talking about networking as an event, but you could also do that, you know, through social media. LinkedIn is uh, really great for this because you can see people's professions. And if you're looking to, you know, grow your network within a certain sphere, it's quite easy to go and search for people according to what their profession. And then what my next goal is going to be is going to be to set up 
a business development session with the person. So, you know, this could be if uh, it's not easy to have an in-person meeting, it could be on Zoom. It could also be, you know, a coffee, a lunch, a meeting either at their office or at my office. And then the goal is going to be to really go through what is that person looking for in terms of growing their business and then to explain to them what my goals are. Because if I'm looking to, let's say, acquire another property, if I'm looking to meet people who have capital, if I'm looking for financing, if I'm uh, you know, a broker and I'm trying to find other other clients, I'm going to have a specific goal of the kind of person that I would like to meet. And so what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to train this network of people to have their ears open in case they happen to know someone who might be of interest, who Terry might want to meet. And then the idea is for that to be kind of a bilateral relationship. So I also want to be acting as a sales force for this person and to potentially be funneling them business. Enjoying the episode so far? Have you really been listening to the episode or has your monkey mind been taking you off in one direction or another? Our mental habits can be our biggest assets or our biggest liabilities as we pursue certain goals. For me, the biggest performance gains have always come from training my mind. In my book, Mindful Landlord, I talk about how you can train your mind and how you can apply some of these strategies to your journey in the real estate field. The book is available on Amazon and also on its website, mindfullandlord.com. Now I'll stop evangelizing for the power of mental training and let you get back to the show. Now, to put a little caveat here, I like to take my time when I'm going through this because I don't like to randomly refer or open my network to people who are not vetted. So, you know, if it's in the real estate sphere, like very often my way of triangulating whether I, I think that person's a good referral is I will either speak to other people that they've done business with, or I might throw them a small contract myself. So, you know, with somebody who's a, a bookkeeper or, a, you know, a lawyer, some kind of professional, I could uh, potentially ask them for some advice, see how they perform on something small, and then they can go into my filing section, you know, a, as a potential connector. And Beyond talking about just like, you know, developing that network, one of the other things that you will find is that as you carry out this process over a long period of time, you end up becoming a connector. And because you're sort of training your mind to have your eyes open of like, who might this person want to meet? What might be a useful connection? People are going to start calling you for hookups. And, um, you know, that's on a long-term process. If you think of networking a little bit like farming, um, and a little bit less like a beauty pageant. It's something that pays dividends over a long period if you do it in kind of a diligent way. The other thing that I found really great about, you know, adopting this more sort of methodical scientific approach, if you want to call it, is that it really takes the pressure out of the situation. Because if you're going there with a goal in mind and your goal is, let me have this person talk about their business. Let me have them talk about what they're looking for. And then that inevitably turns into reciprocating and into me discussing what I want to do or what's useful to me. That then turns into sort of a, you know, a bilateral profitable relationship um, that can grow over a long period of time. And trust me, the other thing that happens is that if you send someone business or if you connect them, they will keep it in their mind and you will have like a positive check mark next to your name that will pay you back over long term because that person's going to think of you as someone who is looking out for their best interest. And, you know, that's ultimately what you want. I mean, like, you know, networking is not about going out and kissing a bunch of frogs. 
or saying that you're the one who shook the most hands or, or getting the most likes, uh, you know, on your whatever Instagram page for something. Um, it's really a question of building mutually pros- profitable relationships that are going to help you grow your business or attain whatever objectives it is that you're looking for. This is such an important topic that over the next while, we're going to be potentially launching a course and having some worksheets that are going to be as freebies on the website. So um, you're going to want to look out for those because, you know, in terms of mapping that sphere of people who is connected to whatever it is that you're trying to do, it's really very useful to sort of have a graphic of this that you can look at to map out who might have similar connections to you and when those little lights should go off that like if I talk to 10 people in a networking evening, I'm going to want to plan a business development meeting with two or three of them. And so how do I, in a concerted and intentional way, go about doing that? So thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. I hope this was useful for you. And obviously, you also want to stay tuned for any future networking events that we might have. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investors Club podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, remember to give us a rating, leave a comment, subscribe, and share. You can find Terry at terryshower.com. Her book, Mindful Landlord, is available on Amazon. You can also follow her on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. JP is the president of the Real Estate Investors Club. You can learn more about the club's networking and educational activities on Facebook by searching for Real Estate Investors Club. Look to the show notes to find information on our guests and links to material mentioned in the episode.